0: Recently I bought two servers off of eBay. Both are HP ProLiant DL380G7S, HP's generation 7 of 2U rack mount servers. These servers are just before HP switched to almost forcing you to use their proprietary RAM, and are very cheap, at around 100 pounds each if you get lucky. Here are the specs of the ones I got my hands on. Picture of the back of the servers. Server 1 2X Intel Xeon E5620. 36GB of DDR3 ECC memory. 8 plus 146GB 10K SAS HDDs. SmartArray P410i card. Server 2. 2X Intel Xeon E5520. 4GB of DDR3 ECC memory, soon to be upgraded to 32GB of RAM no HDDs. Smart Array P410i card. With Server 1 costing £120, and Server 2 costing a very cheap £39, what can you even do with them? The great thing with owning these servers is that there are many open-source projects that can run on them to make them useful. On Server 1, I have Proxmox running, a free wrapper for KVM that functions very similarly to VMware SE, but with a web UI that has more features for free that SE does without vCenter. Clustering and snapshots can easily be done on Proxmox as well as a full hyper converged clustering file system known as Ceph being implemented as a dead simple process. On Server 2, I plan to use TrueNAS, a OS that runs a rather overkill NAS for most people, but has lots of great features such as ZFS integration with replication as well as being able to host a variety of services with jails. A picture of TrueNAS's interface from https://trueNAS.com/slash but, why would anyone want to do this? Home labs can be used for hosting services in your home, like Plex, a popular media server. They can also be used for storage if you need extra storage or if you want storage to be shared between friends and family. They can also be used to train for certifications, like a CCNA or CC. It's a great way to learn about IT while going real-world experience. How can you do it? Hardware Home labbing doesn't have to be owning enterprise gear. It's expensive to run, loud, and takes a lot of space up in your house. But, there are very cheap and even free ways to get into home labbing. Firstly, using virtual machines on your computer is an easy way to get started. Just open your BIOS settings and make sure you have virtualization enabled. Then, you can install VirtualBox, a free and open source hypervisor. From there, you can install virtual machines like they are real computers. I hope to have a more in depth tutorial on this later, but a basic overview is that you get a disk image of the operating system you want to install, Windows and Ubuntu, and set up the VM with some CPU cores and some RAM, as well as a virtual disk. You then install the OS like you would on a normal computer. Another option would be to use an old PC that you don't use anymore, or even a laptop. With this option, you get a dedicated server with a relatively low power usage, as well as space for upgrading drives this might be their better option if you plan to have something on for a longer time period, as it will be faster as well as being on when your main computer isn't on. If you want to buy hardware, a good starting point would be a Raspberry Pi. These tiny devices have a pretty powerful chip, and while it isn't going to beat your computer at anything, it can be good as a small NAS or even an SE host. A picture of a Raspberry Pi 4 Model B Plus from https://n.wikipedia.org/slash wiki/slash raspberry underscore pi. When you inevitably want to buy server-grade hardware, you need to carefully plan for space, heat, cost, and noise. If you don't have a dedicated room or garage, it isn't worth it to buy a one-use server. They will be way too loud in a room, this kind of noise, and just not be bearable. 2U servers are normally a great mix of space and noise, as they drastically cut down on noise. Also, you may have to look into racks and rails for your servers if you have more than just a couple. Software As briefly mentioned above, there is lots of great software to pick from. For a small server, getting your feet wet with Ubuntu server is never a bad idea. For storage, you could set up Samba on Ubuntu server by following a fairly easy tutorial or install something like OpenMediaVault for an easier setup with lots of options. True NAS isn't necessary or recommended for home users, but if you need something big and with lots of users and potentially radius servers and more complex services, it's the way to go. Conclusion: Home labbing is a great way to learn about IT, to host services in your own home, and just as a hobby. For me, it serves as hosting a backup for all my storage as well as a place to test different software and OCs out. It can be as cheap or expensive as you want it, and serves as a fun project to work on while getting a lot of use out of it.